0: Good morning, everybody, and uh, happy anniversary, and welcome to the nations, and welcome to Integrate. Isn't it beautiful that we can all be together as one beautiful family that God has birthed and growing, and uh, as part of our celebrations today, of course, we have the meal to look forward to. Just thought I would mention that one more time. But we also want to recognize what God is doing. Uh, Mr. Cho mentioned how that, he, how that uh, nine years ago, what we see here today began as a very small group of people met in what was the apartment of Pastors Jack and Jenny. And it would take us a long, long time to detail Many things that God has done. We have seen some of that this morning. Mountain child is our response, our heart response to the needs that God is highlighting to us in the Himalayas. And and we just want to share briefly one or two small more details just to remind us, just to help us. Because, you know, God is at work. The Bible says that he is... He is watching over his word and he is ready to perform it. And God has spoken his word into this church. He has spoken his word. And God never, never just speaks empty words. His words are always full of life. And when God says something, he means it. He keeps his promises. And he is is looking for people like you and I, just ordinary but also extraordinary people. We're only extraordinary because of God living on the inside of us. He's looking for people who are willing to let him work through us. Look at what it says here in Ephesians chapter 3. Now, all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Another translation of the Bible says this that we could imagine or dream of. You can't outdream God. Now, don't go home and and hope that you have a dream about a brand new Ferrari uh, and think that God is going to give that to you. That's not what we're saying. God is looking for people who will let him, his power, work through them to do his will. Listen, glory to him in the church. That's us. That's you and I. We're the church. Yeah? Yeah? And in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. God is not going to stop his work as long as there are people willing to let him work through us. And listen, it said all generations. So that means all ages. That means from the very tiniest young child who is willing to let God work through them in a very simple childlike way through through children, young people, teenagers, adults, right through to people my age and beyond. And what we're celebrating today as we celebrate our ninth anniversary is not how fantastic we are. We're ordinary people. You look around. Just look around. We're people from about 25 different nations, and so many different church backgrounds, a lot of us speak different languages, not all at once. It's not us who are so special, it's God. It's God working through us. And we have a, what we call in, in the nation's church a vision statement. It's something that we believe God has called us as a church to do. It's on your message notes, I'll read it to you, this is it. This is our vision. This is what God spoke to us, that we are to demonstrate God's love by valuing people, bringing them into relationship with Jesus so that every believer can find freedom in Christ, strength through the power of the Holy Spirit and the fulfillment of their God-given purpose. How does this work? It's not complicated. It works when we reach out from our life into the lives of those around us at school, at college, at work, in our neighborhood. To those who don't know the love of God, and don't know about Jesus. They maybe heard his name, but they don't really know him. That's one way that we can fulfill this vision that God has given to us. Another is to make disciples, followers of Jesus Christ, encouraging one another not just to read the Bible, but to do it, to be it. The Bible would be dead boring if it was just a book, but it is the living word of God. It's, listen... It's God speaking to us. And I just want to say this to to children and to young people here today. God doesn't, doesn't just speak to older people and to adults. Please hear that. God speaks to you. God wants to work through you. His works. Through your life. Third thing is that we engage ourselves in being equipped and equipping people to do a job. Hey, Christians are not just people who turn up on a Sunday morning looking pretty, singing a few songs uh, and doing church. Absolutely not. When we become a Christian, we sign up for a lifelong job. We are employed In reaching people who don't know about Jesus. Not just in the Himalayas. But you go to school with people who don't know Jesus. You go to work. You go to college. You live in a community. And there are people all around us who don't know Jesus. And they need to. They need to know Him as Savior. And the job that God has given us is to tell them and to show them. What Jesus is really like. And so we make ourselves ready to be equipped, trained that we can be effective like farmers who harvest at harvest time. So God sends us into this world because there are millions of people who God wants to come into his family. That's our vision. That's how we fulfill it. And God is working that right here, right now. To, to see the evidence of it, look in the mirror. To see the evidence that God is work, working in this church, look in the mirror. God is working in our lives Every time we open our hearts, God will work. And I've, I've invited my wife. Some of you have never met my wife. <laughs> and she's here every single week working amongst the children and mainly the young people. And I've asked her, if, if asked Pastor Joe, if she would just take a little while to share with us some of the things that God is working, some of the things that we can see God doing Amongst the children and, and the young people. Could you come and share that
1: Good morning. Um, I've written some things down on the paper. Because for those of you who do know me well. I can get quite excited whenever it comes to God. <laughs> you know, if there's something to be excited about, it's life. <laughs> and God is life. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life, you know, and so I can get a little bit excited when I start to focus on God and his life and his goodness and all that he is. And so I made myself just some notes so I stick to just a few points. (laughs) And tell you some of the things that we are thankful for as we come to Anniversary Sunday. But I want to open and and just share two scriptures. And then I'll also close with them as well. They're found in Malachi chapter 4. And um, God says, I'm sending you the prophet Elijah. And in verse 9... He says this, he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the children to the fathers. And then in Luke chapter 1, when God is speaking about John the Baptist being born, he says this, he will go... In the spirit and power of Elijah to turn back the hearts of the fathers to the children. And it explains that a little bit in the Amplified Version. As it says in the parenthesis, it says this To the wisdom and holy love. Of the will of God. Thus what God will do. The spirit of Elijah. The same spirit on John the Baptist. And the same spirit that God would have in each and one of our hearts. Is to turn the hearts of the children to the love of God and His will, and that that would be something that is so real. If we're going to raise laborers, then the children's hearts need to turn to fathers. But who will be those spiritual fathers? Who will have the spirit of Elijah that would turn those hearts to the love and the wisdom of God and his will? And so, you know, in our classes, we teach exactly the same things as that are taught here in main service. And... Our heart is this, that we will raise the young people, that they will have the spirit of Elijah on them. Not that they wait until their natural fathers, but they can have the spirit and the heart and the father's heart of God in them, even at a young age. I pray we all ask for that, even at an older age, (laughs) that this will be upon us. And so we're thankful for these things. You know, as we were preparing for the Christmas presentation and uh, the young people were in class... Who actually got to see at Limited and the Christmas presentation? Put your hand up at Christmas time, yeah? They'd worked so hard on learning lines and just having something from the heart of God to share with us in the service here downstairs. And they had been learning their lines. And you have young people of a wide age range from... Born from 2004 currently, right up until almost 15-year-olds in the same class. And here you've got the older ones helping the younger ones. The hearts like gods that will reach out and embrace the generation across the gaps. And, And it was so great to see that, to see the young men and young women, because some of them are young men and young women, along with the children, all working together, learning lines together, not just wanting to chill out with their friend, (laughs) with someone who's the same age as them, who does the same thing as them, who likes the same thing as them. You know, young Jay here right at the front, his most comfortable language is Korean. He's Korean, right? Right. But here he was helping other students in English. (laughs) Stepping out of what was comfortable into what isn't just natural for him and helping other students. Amazing. We're thankful for God working amongst us in those ways. And, you know, it's so important that we see these things, that we see the small things Of God working. Sometimes we can just say, oh, well, they're just a nice kid or they're just this. God is at work. Let's start to give God credit, shall we? Let's start to give God credit for what he does. You know, we have group leaders, uh, five groups in Unlimited and some group assistants. Those young people come at 10 (laughs) o'clock, They come at 10 o'clock, not just once a month. (laughs) Some of them come every week at 10 o'clock. God is at work. God is at work in the hearts of the young people. They want to be there. (laughs) They want to be part of what God is doing. So they come every week. (laughs) They prepare every week. Wow. Wow. Thus, God at work in the hearts of them. Last week, we got a great little story. Um, Danielle, waved at us. Everybody should know Danielle, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, she works right alongside me. <laughs> Just one heartbeat working through the, ch- the children, you know, if I'm standing here, she could be standing here. It could be either one of us standing here sharing these stories. Pastor John only asked me to stand up here because sometimes people don't know me. <laughs> it's like you are the invisible person. <laughs> so become visible. Um, but, yeah, Danielle was saying, you know, how one of the young children, how old is she? Is she? korean six seven okay korean six or seven and their car wouldn't start last week and they got in the car car wouldn't start they were going to be coming to church and so they were getting out of the car not going to be able to come to church and the little girl says let's pray for the car i know what to do let's pray to jesus so they pray for the car and they come to church Some people might say, oh, it would probably have started the next time around. Come on, let's give God some praise. Let's acknowledge that God's igniting something in the hearts of the young. His life, who's the answer? God can do it. Whatever it is, it makes no difference. God is able. He will do it. Can we give God a shout this morning for his greatness? That the hearts of the young children can recognize there is one God, there is one answer. It doesn't matter what it is, it doesn't matter what your need is, it doesn't matter what's going on in your heart. God will hear you, God will meet with you. You know, I love it when we ask at the front of the class, you know. You know, we might take this Bible and we say, well, you know, they don't know enough theology. They don't know all of these things. Well, do you know all the answers? I don't. I don't, I don't know half of the answers, but I know the one who is the answer. Do you know him this morning? And when we ask the young people, whether it's in rooted or whether it's in unlimited, does God get mad and angry and shout at you? Will God always listen to you? Will God give up on you? They all know, no, he won't. No, he won't. Do you know that as an adult? Or are you sometimes afraid? While the children are learning and they know some of what God is so far. God will never get mad at me. God is the one to come to in everything. God is the one I can trust. God is the one who will understand. God is the one who will allow me to be real and lead me forwards. Wow. Isn't that all we need to know? (laughs) Who God is and then come to him and depend on him and everything. These are things we're giving thanks for. These are things we get excited about. This is raising a laborer. Because who would labor with someone who's uncertain? (laughs) Who would labor with someone who you're unsure about? Who would go anywhere with a person who one day gets mad at you? And the next day, well, who knows how he's going to respond? But when you know the constant, unfailing goodness of God, that his word will never change, that his promises will and do come to pass, that his word brings you through everything and the things around you change and God leads you forward. Then they can know he's the one to follow He is the one to serve. You know, last week in (coughs) an older class, one of the things again to celebrate is God working not just because of they know to say that or say that in class, but because it's real. So in school, we get stories in school. And last week, one young girl said to me, well, I have something that I can share with my group. And she just shared some friends at school had said, don't sit by this girl. (laughs) Don't sit near her. She smells. She's not nice. We don't sit near her. And so she said, okay. And then after she said, okay, she said in my heart, I know that's not right. The Holy spirit was speaking in her heart and she said, so I saw her and I went across and sat with her and I started to talk to her and she said, she liked it. (laughs) And then I got to pray with her. Wow. Wow. Is at work. God is at work. And then just one last thing. Two last things. Can I have two last things? Very <laughs> really quickly. We had a closing activity at the end of the Christmas, and Ranier and Gazelle were leading this activity. And the young people, we had all Christmas lines of songs out on the floor and they had to, well, on the shout of go, grab a line of a song, start singing their line of find the other students who had the same song as them. So ended up with five songs (laughs) and And they each had some lines of that song. And as soon as they had got the right song lines together, they could sing their song. So the first group thought they'd got it right, but they had got the right lines, but in the wrong order. And then we went round and a a group won that game. But what was so wonderful is when we went back to the first group who got it wrong, and they started to sing their song, all the other groups came around them and joined in and sang with them. Isn't that wonderful that even though they enjoyed the competition of having somebody win, they actually then all turn and join together so there's never a loser. And there's never any oh, you got it wrong, you don't know what you're doing. But they turned, (laughs) and their hearts join together. And this is something of what God is working. And we have had, which is such a joy to us, young people now joining focus groups, starting to join with the adults. If you're in a focus group with a young person, Let God speak through them. Let God reach your heart through them. And if you're running a focus group next year, welcome these young people. Because God will speak through them. God is turning the hearts of the fathers back to the children. I believe that naturally. But spiritual fathers... He's raising spiritual fathers. And amongst the young people, he's erasing that for that to be natural among them. So as they become fathers, they become spiritual ones. Amen. Thank you. Praise God.
0: So how many of you parents thought that uh, your children just were kind of tucked away in the corner, giving some coloring to do, watch a DVD? Not at the nations. We believe in raising laborers from every single age. Can you see God at work? On your notes, I'm going to leave you to just read the verses because we're going to share communion together in just a moment. But there are just three ways that you can adopt in your life, lifestyles that will help you to see God at work. Because my friend, he is working without doubt. Number one, always talk and listen to God. Some people say, I never hear God speak to me. I say, do you listen? Do you read God's word? The second thing, always believe and trust in God. Don't try and do things your way. God said to Joshua, Joshua was a man who took over the leadership of the people of Israel. And that, my friends, was not an easy job. Some of you who are teachers think that you have it tough in your classroom. Yeah, Moses had it tough with hundreds of thousands of people who moaned and groaned when it didn't go well for them. And Joshua inherited this. And God said to him, when he was taking over that leadership, he says, Joshua, only do what my word tells you to do. Don't go at all to one way, to the left or to the right. And Joshua was a man who believed and trusted in what God said. Third thing, always let Jesus live in you and through you. When you became a Christian, you gave over the ownership of your life to Jesus. That's what it means when Jesus is your Lord, Master. And we, simply as Christians, we don't have to try and suppress ourselves. We don't have to try and improve our lifestyle, the way we do and say and think things. Now, my friends, we simply let Jesus Live his life in us and through us. If you haven't read Matthew, Mark, Luke or John recently, you should read them and you will see God at work through Jesus. But just because the the man Jesus died on a cross, was buried and rose again, listen, his work has not finished. He now works through us if we will let him. I tell you, there is no greater joy than God working his works, fulfilling his purpose.